everybody. We are here to talk about Wanda and her great adventures in the darkness of the multiverse. That's I mean, favorite. or Doctor Strange or white women's grievances. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know, you are listening to Megasheen, your podcast for all gay and geeky things from a black geek gay perspective which i always get backwards i am victor and i'm nick and this episode very special we're doing a spoiler heavy uh review of dr strange 2 or as i like to call it uh white women's grievances trumps everybody else's um <laughs> because let's just call it thing and thing it it was it was and it uh, will um First things first, Victor, what were your expectations going into the movie? Well, you know, I had all my my theories and everything, but you know how Marvel be lying to us and, you know, mm -hmm. you have to let it go when you walk in. My expectations were high because it's like this movie was going to set the tone for where we go. Mm -hmm. Because I think the last, I mean, we've had other movies, but a lot of those movies were kind of like in between situations, like, and you know, Spider-Man happened after the blip, but we also had Black Widow that happened before the blip. So this was kind of a, the next movement into where we were going. Right. Um, and you know, expectations were high, but I felt like I got what I needed from all of it. I got what I needed to see. And mm -hmm. I, was, I was happy. What about yourself? I I I agree. Uh, my expectation expectations were high with this one, um, but I knew that it wasn't going to falter or fail because I knew it was in good hands, and I knew that they knew, uh, as far as the producers and the writers and the actors and everybody that was involved, that there was a lot at stake at in this movie and I don't know if this is like we might touch on this later like if this is a nexus point uh in the the MCU timeline um but I thought it was good I thought it was solid I now I won't say it was like the greatest MC movie MCU movie ever because I had some issues with some of it but it was a solid, uh, a solid uh, movie. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the characters and then we'll get into the issues we had with the film, but also then we'll kind of, you know, talk about the pieces that was, we'll kind of do that all throughout this conversation. Okay. Um, we'll talk about the pieces that we're, that we're really, really happy about and everything else, but let's talk about characters. So let's go ahead and talk about Wanda, because this was basically Wanda going through it. And it was a lot because I'll be honest, I was a little surprised because I it caught me off guard. I thought she was just, I kind of thought, going back to the original question, I kind of thought they were going to be doing stuff together and, you know, her issues will pop up and how she has mastered them over this time. Like sort of like uh, Jean Grey mastering the Phoenix Force. Yeah. Okay. 
And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, you've been through it. Now you're going to help Strange. You're going to try to figure out who's after this. Because I was thinking, as I was saying before, I thought it was they were dealing with despair or nightmare because it kept those words kept coming up. And mm-hmm. I thinking, well, those two particular demons are very connected to Darkhold. And of course, they would try to manipulate Wanda or whatever to do what they need to do. And looking through the comics, these particular demons have not, they like despair has always drawn on grief and madness. Um, for example, he went after Scott um, after Jean Grey died. The um, first time. Because he was like, well, damn, who got the best grief? This right. nigga, because he went, <laughs> he just lost his girlfriend, so I'm going for it. And I was thinking, well, this will be perfect because there was that talk that despair was going to show up. Um, however, when they went to the orchard and that moment when she said America's name, I was like, yeah, I was like, wait, she, I know this ain't a script mistake because they don't make script mistakes like that. How does she know? And I was thinking, well, maybe she just read his mind, you know, because she could, she can do that. When he stepped back, I was like, oh, okay. Right. And I see that part right there. She wanted Strange to know I'm after that little girl because I was so hurt. I gave up everything to uh, save everybody. And now I want my family back. Like, girl, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this white, this white grievances about these characters. The same thing popped up in Hawkeye. Like these characters, these white characters, their grief is supposed to be so much more than everybody else's. So they need to get their vengeance or they need to get their revenge and everybody else just has to suffer. You know, the same thing could be said about Echo. She wanted her revenge against Hawkeye, but he's like, no, you can't have it. You just got to live with it. Mm-hmm. And all of these other people's families that got blipped, that died, not even blip let's talk about before the blip how they just knocked down that building with everybody in and uh what were they in africa somewhere yeah. uh and what civil war yeah so you can't tell me wanda that you gave up so much and that your grief just trumps everybody like the is that just rubbed me the wrong fucking way and yeah. i i know it was supposed to but still I'm, I can be mad about it. Yeah, and I, and I was thinking about, I was I was having this conversation with some friends of mine and we were talking about like Rachel, Rachel Summers, uh, mm-hmm. who came from the future. Um, and if y'all watched the cartoon, it was animated where we actually got to see Storm and the Mohawk in that episode. Um, Rachel came from that particular future where everything was destroyed and gone. She, she came in full of grief under the age of 18. So she came in and, you know, joined the X-Men. And there were times where she went through that moment where I could destroy everybody. And, you know, they talked her out of it. Wanda, I feel like, but, you know, if we watched WandaVision, she, yeah, she's been in grief mostly all her life. So a part of me was like, you should be, I hate to say like a master at it, but a better understanding of it and why the sacrifices were made. There were reasons why Vision had to die. There were reasons why you had to quit the facade because you were hurting other people. And a part of me was like, but Wanda, did we not already understand that this wasn't real? Mm -hmm. 
your family, this being alive again in that turtleneck, all that was, that was not. That Carl Thomas, yeah. uh, so emotional okay. as uh, oh, <laughs> turtleneck. <laughs> I know, I was thinking of Carl Thomas, I was thinking of Keith Sweat, that whole image. That John B. Uh, uh, don't talk as sweatshirt, like, fuck out my face. And I was like, but this was not real. And I love that Strange said, girl, this was, that was real. She said, I have to destroy this. Yes, there, as a hero, there are sacrifices to be made. You know, there was, um, again, we don't we'll think about the Phoenix and how at one point she made the sacrifice. She was like, I'm gonna have to die because if right. I keep being here, I'm just going to destroy everything. So we have to do what we got to do. And Scott knew that he hated it, but he knew it had to happen. Or well, Wolverine knew he had, he couldn't do it, but he knew he was the only one who probably would have to kill her. Mm-hmm. He should have known that the world was at stake. And I just kind of struggle with her still not, I don't think she dealt with that, but then at the same time, that was also the influence of Darko because she was meddling around that book. Even mm-hmm. though Agatha told her that book was evil as fuck, she still kept doing it because I guess it kept her connected to that world of seeing. So if, if Agatha told you that that book was bad news and yet you still went along with it, why is it in this case that Agatha is looked up as a villain versus you're not? You know, that whole thing that she said to Dr. Strange where, oh, you get to break the rules and you're looked as a hero. I do it and I'm uh, looked as a villain and that doesn't seem to be fair. You are a villain, Blanche. Like, first of all, you kidnapped a, uh, a whole town. You didn't, You said, oops, my bad. You know, I was just going through some stuff, y'all. And then not only did you just run away from your, from justice or accountability, you did it again, and not only you did it again, like you wanted to kill this little girl because you thought that her sacrifice to what you wanted overrode her whole being and her individuality. Right. Because I was sitting there going, like, so, because. I have to say, I, I love that scene when, after the reveal, the little talk that happened, but when she went to Comitage and was when they did their little talk, mm-hmm. I, I liked it because you could see kind of the breaking part of her, you know, when you, she was like, I'm doing this because, you know, this is, I want my family. And she's like, all this for this girl. I'm like thinking, but do you not think that this girl also have, she has two mothers lost out there. And, you know, you could have understood, like, she doesn't even have her mother's, but you are trying to take her life so you can do, you know, have these kids that are not even real. Like I said, I love when Dr. Trent, girl, they weren't even real. And I wish mm-hmm. someone kept saying that to her, like, these kids ain't real. Like, literally do it like that. These kids ain't real. Because she just was fighting for it. And then I love when they had to let her know that what happens to their mother when you try to take mm-hmm. the kids. And it was just like, I I was upset because I felt like, Wanda, you haven't learned anything from WandaVision. Right, she hadn't. She was just saying, oh, my grief 
trumps everybody else's. I don't care how you're feeling. I want what's mine. I want what's mine in quotation marks because those kids, A, they weren't real, and B, they weren't hers. Mm. Um, it was just very selfish. It was very selfish of Wanda because if you did this whole battle with Thanos and you claim that you sacrificed so much, but then you came back and with all of those people, then are you saying like the sacrifices that you all did didn't, weren't, if the sacrifices you all did, they didn't matter or like they were just uh, something to justify the means, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's what she was saying. She was saying that it didn't mean nothing when she had to like kill Viz. But at the same time, I'm like, you really didn't kill him. That was bad. Thanos went and took that off his head. So Mm -hmm. he knew that you were attempting to. But to sit here and not think about everybody else lost. Everybody else lost too in those and within those five years. Monica lost her mom. Her mom died and she didn't get a chance to really grieve that. Um, other people lost people too. Didn't have time to grieve all that stuff. And even Dr. Strange, if you look at the fact that he lost um, Christine, he didn't now as well. We saw a little bit of that in What If. <laughs> that Yeah, that was kind of scary. Yeah. And so we saw a little bit of that, but I, I think, and he, I, you could tell he wrestled with that as well, but it was the choice she made to pursue it. And a part of me was like, Wanda, you know those were not your kids. Your best bet is to grow from this. But I, 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 I would snatch a little bit that back because again, it was influence of dark hole. But then I want to put it back on the table because I'm like, but you dark hole was dangerous and so for you to think you can master something like that was a lot but i'm still curious about how the scarlet witch is this particular being because it's always to me has been a cold day but right. it has become this because they did mention um uh Chiton, which is the that the the main the, the first demon who created dark hole Mm-hmm. And um, if y'all ever read some of the Avengers, I think if you read Avengers 186, 187, I, I think it's, the, it's called Vision Quest or Tomorrow's Quest. It does discuss that where he does take over. He possesses Wanda and it talks about Darko. Mm-hmm. But um, it's the fact that you knew this book was dangerous. You're doing it to get your kids. Now, part of me was thinking, was she going to use that book to, to remake her kids? which would have also brought in a whole nother story too, uh, but didn't do that. But I just feel like throughout this entire time, and, I, and you said this, um, she didn't, she just didn't learn anything. And she's almost similar to another character who doesn't seem to. Learn. Uh-huh. Yeah. She's just like Wanda was just like her fucking daddy, mm. uh, Magneto mm. and all of them fucking X-Men movies mm. where I'm going to do what I think is best, but only what I think is best is only what's best for me, not everybody else. Right. So, yes, just like a fucking daddy. Yep. Like father, like daughter. And just mm-hmm. sit there and put everybody at risk for some foolishness. But I mm-hmm. have to say, 
again, I love when she came in because it was something that she said. And now it's a good line for people who are villains, not villain types, where it's like where she was like, he was like, you were sending, you know, demons and all that. And she was like, doing that was mercy. I consider that mercy. Then me coming together. And I was like, good Lord, Wanda, why? But the apartment's like, why after you've been in dark home and that was the only route? Couldn't you just go and visit these different multiverses and just? Well, she, I don't think she needed America to transverse different multiverses. I don't think she could. She would need, she needed to have some kind of vessel Right. To go uh, through these multiverses. And it almost it reminded me of Apocalypse, honestly. You remember that episode on X-Men animated series where, um, what is his name? Cortez mm-hmm. was like, they had kidnapped uh, Jubilee because Jubilee and Beast were on some kind of uh, expedite, uh, archaeology dig. Yeah. And... Um, they wanted Jubilee to be a vessel for Apocalypse, but Cortez ended up being the vessel for Apocalypse. It kind of reminded me of that, especially when they um she was in that temple and she had her her goons, which didn't do shit uh, around them and whatnot, and on that that slab of stone, but. <sighs> Uh, let's talk about Doctor Strange because I don't know. <laughs> Strange. I think it's in the similar vein as Wanda as far as this. I have all of this power so I know what's right or I'm, I'll know what's best for everybody else. But what's best for everybody else is only what's best for me. Yeah. And I'm I'm really I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about Doctor Strange in this movie? Yeah, I think that was I feel like that was a remind we that those particular pieces were reminders of what we needed to see of his issues. And I'm glad Wong was there to, to remind him that and not only Wong, but Christine, because she was always using that, that example of he always had to hold the knife. But mm-hmm. also the other doctor, Dr. West, was saying a similar thing. So I think it was, this stuff was being said to him to remind him of, um, what is going on? Um, that he has to learn to work with others. He has to learn to see that his, his way is not the way. And I like that he was learning that, especially through his experience with America. Um, I think that really helped him realize he does not have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Wong is a great person to always be that reminder of that because it was like, you're, you're still trying to do these particular things. But the neat other thing about Dr. Strange was we, we saw through the different versions of him, how he still, he was still at that point of like, I know what's best. Mm-hmm. It's that common thread of yeah. the white man knowing what's, what he thinks is best. Like, girl. Yeah. Like we saw him do, you know, we saw that moment where the ponytail version, um, which that version was kind of cute though. But um, that- Side note, I thought like 
when I saw that uh, still, I thought his hair was like cut. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was white. I was like, ooh, they got one of them Tyler Perry wigs. <laughs> they used one of those Tyler Perry wigs on, uh, what's his name? They did. Um, so um, the, the thing is, we kept seeing that through the other versions because other versions did what they perceived as best, even though it really wasn't. Um, but we, but I liked that they gave us the the stakes of how things were, because it was mm-hmm. like, don't protect America. They have to do it by any means. That means that they have to take her life so Wanda can get it. That was the other option that we didn't want to get to. So I like that they started out like that to be like, this is what is at stake. If this, if Wanda gets a hold of this girl, everything's lost. So I like that part, but it was a reminder that those were the other decisions that wrong decisions that if he was allowed to make this is what would happen mm-hmm. so i like that he was able to kind of learn from that too but also kind of learn what his experience with uh, america right. and being around Wong. i just there's this thing that happens and not just mc movies but movies in general how the main character who is usually white is accompanied by the a supporting character who is a person of color and that person of color actor or that person of color character is always telling him the right thing but that character the main character doesn't want to learn or doesn't want to acknowledge that this person may know something that they don't know and it goes to like this greater um discussion that white people feel like they always have to be in charge and they always have to have some kind of yes man to signify that they know what's best. And it's just, it's just apparent in Dr. Strange, like Wong is in another universe or another earth is the Supreme. So why wouldn't he know, maybe know more than Dr. Strange? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I'm a little, I, that's a sore spot for me. And I don't know why. Well, I know why. It's just, ugh, I wish they would stop doing it. Yeah. I think in, in the comics, you know, he's already at a place where he knows what he does not do that as often, you know, or he'll put himself in danger before he puts anyone else. And then we saw a little bit of that, the way he was willing to risk himself, especially when he took over the dead version of himself to do that. That was a big risk he took. And I, I really, I was like, okay, he's, we see him. We're, I think this movie helped us see him more as a hero. I mean, of course we saw what he was doing <laughs> game and all the rest of those in uh infinity war and endgame but this kind of continue that conversation of him understanding what his role is as a hero because he's always gone at it kind of separately but i mm-hmm. think it's kind of helped him realize like he has to deal with some of his own demons his feelings for christine his feelings mastering his powers trying to make sure he's doing the right thing being bothered because you could tell he doesn't like to be bothered and that's why it was 
a thing for him to kind of do this, but also realize his big role. Um, I, I feel like he's grown a little bit, but I think he was humbled when they went to that one particular universe uh, where he was dead <laughs> and mm -hmm. he met the other folks, um, the Illuminati. Illuminati. So that, and let's go ahead and jump into that. Um, because what did you think when you saw, you fully saw the Illuminati? So I kind of, I, I knew Xavier was going to be there. I knew um, Reed Richards was going to be there. What I didn't know is um, the guy from Inhumans was going to be there or uh, Marvel or I guess Britain. What's her name? Captain Marvel or Britain yeah, or yeah, Captain yeah. Britain? Um, Captain, yeah, you could say that was Captain Britain. Um, and Peggy. I, and I honestly, I didn't know that Reed Richards would be. I didn't, I wasn't, a part of me is like, of course, they've already announced Fantastic Four was coming. But I guess I was, was not, because that was a fan pick. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like that was what, because uh, the, the word on the street was Tom Cruise was supposed to be a variant of Iron Man. And so I was all set to see Tom Cruise crazy ass sitting up there with the Illuminati. But when I didn't and I saw who I saw, I was like, okay. So I was, <clears throat> I was glad to see Xavier. I was glad to see, put them, uh, he had the old uh, 97, uh, animated wheelchair and you saw when he tried to use his powers like the little waves of him uh, I was like okay that's a, a throwback to this cartoon was I was surprised on how Wanda easily handed them their asses that was a bit like okay so this bitch can just go up against one of the biggest strongest telepaths and do what she did and unravel uh, Reed like he was some yarn, make a old dude from the humans blow itself up and then cut Miss Girl in half. I'm like, okay. I, that was a bit, I know yeah. it, it served a point, but I'm like, okay. No, I Reed, yeah, I can see her doing that to Reed because in the past, her powers were unpredictable. So I could see her unraveling him or just getting him twisted in his own ability. I, mm -hmm. I kind of saw that. The Xavier part was interesting to me because it goes back to, so if y'all get a chance, you can read, I think, um, Avengers Unassembled, or Disassembled, where they had to deal with the fact that Wanda was going to screw up everything. And I think they had to uh, plan for that. And Xavier was going to just kill her. But if you also kind of, you know, go back to the cartoon, this was what he had to do to Gene. Mm -hmm. He had to really go in there. And it was kind of that white hot looking room of going in there to like deal with her. And I posted the scene in Dark Phoenix, the comic where he had to do that. He basically was a fight him. on her. It was a fight on Gene's mind. And yeah. I mean, they did the same thing in uh, the animated series where he had to actually enlist 
Gene Gray's help to subside and put like the the neuron boosters or whatever they were called uh, yeah. on on Gene. But that's exactly what I caught from that scene. Yeah. But then she going up and behind him and just snap, snap. I was like, okay, bro. Yeah, but the I what I I did love the fact that you mentioned the X Men '97. I love the fact that they and if you pay attention, they only use the music from the cartoon. They did not use it from the movies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's slick and rude <laughs> because they were because like, <laughs> you know they are going to, they are redoing the the cartoon is coming back. Um, but it's under Disney and Disney Plus, and they and, and of course they already own it. But I like the fact they're basically saying, and if, to me, I took it as we are ignoring the movies because they are using just the cartoon. It's like the cartoon is how they're gonna be like that's. I figured like since they use the cartoon version of Xavier, that it gives them. Like, okay, we've already acknowledged that Xavier is somewhere. So when Xavier does pop up again, he's going to be in the image that we want him to be going for further with the X-Men series. Mm -hmm. Now, if that's going to be uh, Patrick Stewart again, I don't know, because he's already, how old is he? He's, he's up there. He's already doing his own, he's doing Picard. Yes. So I feel like they're gonna they now you know there's rumors they're gonna bring in that one dude from the other movies. Uh McAvoy. Yeah, I'm like, well, mm. <laughs> I mean, I I'll I wouldn't debate it. I'll be like, oh okay. Nobody else though. Don't bring nobody else. But I do think because I you know, you have, we have to be reminded like these are different variants. I think Reed is gonna be Reed though. But at the mm -hmm. same time, it's not really varying. Well, I think it was just that yeah. that particular world. Yeah, that particular. Well, world. yeah, and when you say variant, yeah, that six one whatever that was. Yeah, because uh, they so, were eight something, and then we are, and there is six one six. Yeah, six one six is the somewhat normal Marvel universe. Right. Um, so yeah, it was very interesting, and it was also cute to see um, Monica's mama. Um, right because um, she looked like she was and she gave uh wanda a fight because she was like the, yeah the only reason she she just got i think she just got outmaneuvered in the end because she yeah. didn't have backup but yeah she was getting she was tussling with uh miss uh wanda because i was like yeah you let her get let her heat back up She's coming back because I was like, she was right there face to face. And I was like, she was coming for her. But I love when the two women looked at each other when they was like, everybody else is gone, but the, her and Captain Britain. And they were like, okay, let's just take this. Let's, let's go. Right. No, let's take it. It was almost, <laughs> I felt a little bit of set it off a little bit. Like these are Cleos. <laughs> these two Cleos are like, right. Ain't got nothing to lose. So let's go and take it. I love seeing, um, What's her name? You know, when she was using the shield, because the fact that we were, they also took what if. What I love about them is they were like, this, what if ain't a one off? There is right. to this too. And I love that they brought um, her back in there. And I'm, her name is slipping me now, but bring Haley Atwell. Yeah. Bring her in. And I was feeling all of that for the short amount of time we had with her. I was feeling her in that role. Like, I'm like, 
we could do a movie with her if we want to. I mean, to. honestly, like, I feel like maybe that's either in these uh, a series or a live action mm-hmm. movie that she's coming back to play Captain Carter. Yeah. Because I was, yeah, Captain Carter, because I was feeling all of that. Um, I do want to talk about, I was thirsting for Reed a little bit, because I was like, okay, you are <laughs> giving me, that's, that's a very, but you know, old school Reed Richards, he was cute too now. I'm like, oh, I don't know that is. Mm-hmm. I, go ahead. Um, oh, shit, I don't even know what I was about to say. Um, just that I'm, I was very surprised that they used somebody from Inhumans. Yes, and they used that particular. It was the same person from the, the series. Yeah. Like, no, y'all didn't. I was like, no, y'all didn't. Y'all was so like, I was we, like, you know, y'all hoes hate that show, but it's still a part of us. <laughs> are we to assume that Inhumans might be coming back? I don't or know. some iteration of them. I don't know. I don't know. But they, you know, because, you know, the MCU treats the Inhumans like Faith and Soul Food. So basically, <laughs> the fact they brought, her, brought him back, I was like, woo. But Wanda did, how she did him was wrong. Right. I'm like, girl, that was rude. But it, but it was perfect, though, because it was a, it helped us. We're like, this is what she can do when when she was like, what mouth? I was like, oh, well, you're out. I guess there was that moment I was like, okay, she's about to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing the Illuminati was great, but to learn why they had to get rid of Strange, that was interesting too. Um, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit because I think I was uh, talking to the boyfriend about this and how I would like to see that play out in like a, a what if series, a what if episode, because I know that's supposed to be coming back this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool. When your uh, like when your cats will still they have something to say too about that, <laughs> about that too. Uh, right, like, like they was at the fucking movies. Yeah. That's somebody. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do want to see how that played out because what made him just what made him lose it because something else must have really went down for them to like make that decision to do that. But I was also very curious if Xavier was there, was there a version of X-Men there too? Um, because that's interesting to me too, because I'm like, you can't have, you can't have, and then to know that, you know, Reese, Sue and all them, they still around too. So it made me wonder who was fighting Thanos at one point before the Illuminati got involved. Mm-hmm. So I was very curious about that, because I'm like, I, I, I need a bit more about this. And I just uh, thought of this, if that Xavier is from the cartoon, does the cartoon, when it comes back, will it touch base on whenever Xavier is gone? Because 
according to what I've read about the cartoon return, it, it takes, it starts back up right after Xavier left to be uh, healed by the Landra. So what's the timeline as far as that's concerned? That's a good point because in the comics, when he, that, that happened, Lelandra took him away um, to heal. And that was during the X-Men 200. Magneto was left to kind of oversee the X-Men. Mm -hmm. um, so, but he stayed in space for years. He didn't come back until 200 was in the 80s. He didn't come back until 92, about the time I was going off to college. He came back because he's been up in space. So that could have happened. He could literally have done all that stuff while he was up there healing or whatever. Who knows? And if they are treating the cartoon as canon, the way they have kind of included the what ifs, then that makes sense. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So that brings in like a lot more other yeah. things that happen. Like the assassination attempt on uh, Senator Kelly. Yeah. And all of that stuff, so. Because, yeah, they could also go, because the X-Men themselves has a multiverse. Oh, my God. It, yeah, what if crazy. assassinated? What if he was assassinated? Was he wasn't? What if Xavier died? You know, it was so many different situations that have happened. What if the X-Men never um, yeah. came about? And some of the, the best what if stories, and one day maybe we should go into those, um, there was two versions of what if the Phoenix didn't die. One was really good. One was a good, was a two-parter. But it's so many things that, you know, that this, that part of the movie kind of sparked and like who was, how did they defeat Thanos? What really happened and how did Strange just lose it? Um, mm -hmm. was really interesting and what they chose to like, you know, they, they said that if the world needs heroes. So they are also kind of, they also kind of shady in a sense of like, they're telling lies, you know, in a way of like, well, we have to keep the status quo going. If, if we put anything else, we're, we're, people are losing hope. So we need to like get, keep them to stay a certain way. But mm -hmm. you know, I was like, I don't know. Cause that world they were in was really interesting. Very, like very interesting the one with the illuminati yeah did you notice how everybody was very uh chic and dressing in yeah, dark it was like yeah it was like gray whites blacks yeah. i mean i liked it from <laughs> a fashion perspective but that kind of i was like oh because everybody just you know went to a white house black market or but, express where they was having like a bogo sale yeah Cause it was yeah, it was someone with this hat, and I was like, "Y'all looking like it was, it was giving fashion." Yeah, it was giving me fashion. It was giving me what if the Emerald City didn't have any, you know, was, they did like the next color was black. <laughs> right, they had a, a monochromatic uh, season or something. But yeah. and the plants, I love what she said. The plants were really pretty. I'm like, okay, so they accepted the wildlife and a part of it. Food is free, apparently. Um, I was like, food is free. <laughs> I was like, well, what are you spending your money on there? Because most of the time, food is the problem. Um, right. 
And I was like, okay. And fashion seems to be just regular. So it wasn't like you were busted out of color. Um, <laughs> Better go down to Ross and make it work. <laughs> well, I'm very <laughs> curious about that world. I did love when they were traveling through worlds. We were seeing so many different things. And I wanted mm-hmm. to saw the Savage Land at one point. I, wanted to, I wanted to say that too, but you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know? Yeah. Saw the Savage, this whole paint world that they were part of paint. Um, the cartoon world was funny. Um, yeah, that was cute. I was like it because some people could play like we only got to see like two worlds. So I'm like, they did travel through the multiverse, but we didn't need to go through every multiple multiverse. We just need to go through the situations that were ahead. Right. I think every like some of the fans, some of the MCU fans wanted like they wanted all of these cameos, and I think when a when a movie does that, then they risk the they risk like imploding on itself or it not making any sense as, as far as to move the plot along because you're having to do you have what having to go back and explain oh why is this character there doing all this character development and then by the time you get finished with that the movie is already three hours long and you still got the plot to move along and then that's another two hours so you know this is not a fucking war and peace movie this is not uh, in the North and South. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm i glad that they stuck to like a core, a small, small core base of the movies because we didn't need all of these cameos. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad that we got what we got, but we didn't need like an exorbitant amount of them. Yeah, but, uh, I, agree. I agree. And Mordo... You can he's tell- it's just like a hating ass nigga. Like he been that way since forever. I know you steal this one. I'm like, how are you in other places? Because you are just. And then knowing everybody was getting killed, I'm like, I'm gonna cast my vote. Well, I'm gonna cast my like. Hello, do you hear yourself? There's nobody to even. First of all, if this was somebody like a board of directors, like if if you only have one vote. Then you don't have a quorum. So, like, girl, what are you been doing? It was just very a waste of good plot, uh, a waste of lines that didn't need to be in there. But Parman is like, he's still there, though. He's still there because everybody else is gone. Yeah. So that also, like, he got, in some ways, he's got, he got what he wanted. Now he can just rule it all. Well, he can do whatever he needs to do. But mm-hmm. I think he has to live with the fact that his arrogance is going to always get in his way. Always. And that wig, but we're not going to really get on that wig. It is what it is. But He can't, like, go bald. <laughs> like, is that just too much? Or yeah. am, I, am I reaching for the stars here? Yeah. So let's talk about America. Because America... Yes. Um, I, I'm glad she was in this movie. It made sense. I love that she was wearing her pride pin and wearing I caught that, and not wearing just any old pride pin, but the newest pride pin that updated people of color. <laughs> I was like, all right, you were not only are you just they, they made sure you're not just wearing any old pride pin. Mm-hmm. So I was happy with that, and it was funny because my my boyfriend was like, she's wearing a pride pin, and he has the read comics, so he was like. Is she? I was like, yes. In the 
<laughs> I was like, I was like, see, was like in the comics, she is like, oh. And then he was like, she got two moms? I'm like, in the comics, she does, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Like, but I was actually surprised they, it was almost now, if you want to be, you want to be petty, it was like, you think about what Disney is in the middle of now, right? To have, they know this movie is going to be big as fuck. To have, to show both her moms, both Latina, her little pride. They Latino. I'll just say they were people of color because I don't, I don't yeah. know. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like, you got all of this. That was kind of like Disney. It felt like, even though they made this movie already, but it was like kind of a, a slap in the face to like follow y'all trying to hate on stuff. I, well, I don't want to give Disney too much because that little <laughs> bit of seconds, I was it 11, 12 seconds when they showed uh, America's Moms was like, I think uh, they took it out in Saudi Arabia. So mm-hmm. you can't say, this is because we had talked about this in a, a previous episode, how you can't be on this side but then also taking money from Republicans and think that you don't have a say in the matter. Like, either you're going to be, if you're going to say that you're down with the gays and all this time, okay, they'll be with the gays. Don't say that, oh, I'm down with y'all only when it concerns, well, only when it concerns my bottom line. Mm -hmm. And I'm also down with these bigots over here. So just in case they throw a fuss, let's go cut this little bit of seconds out of the movie, which it really, even if it was, wasn't in a movie, it would have made a difference in the plot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So don't say, oh yeah, I'm down for gay people, but then cut out this little bitty part that was insignificant to me as far as how how big it should have been. I don't know. They like that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. And you know, I'll I'll give them a little bit of credit for I agree with you, like there's stuff they need to still do. But I'll give them a little bit for actually letting us even see how this where she comes from, her mindset, the fact that she is it, it, you know, that pen wearing that pen and you got to see it close up at times. Mm-hmm. I, I like the character of America. I, I enjoyed the fact that, you know, she knew it was at stake. She was fun, you know, gave her that youth appeal. But it's also, again, giving us that, that future of who's going to be, you know, part of the next 10 years of Marvel. Um, I like that she, uh, her powers are very complex. I wish they would have showed more of her super strength because she is super strong. Um, but I think that's just, I guess that will come more in her in appearances and other things. But what did you think of America? I agree. I want, I want to see a lot more of America. I want to see like where she came from, her home before she yeeted herself and her moms into somewhere else. I want to see her progress into this, uh, I was about to say mutant, this uh, super level being um, I thought it was a good addition to a new character because I think it's we need to go ahead and 
move some of these older characters, you know, out the way. I know we've done the same with Iron Man and Captain America. Uh, I hopefully Wanda's gone um, somewhere. Maybe we'll see Doctor Strange not as often as we have, um, but I definitely think it's time to, these new characters need to be more, they have to be seen more often. I now I guess let's get into some of the, the we kind of did this already. We talked about some of the issues, but let's kind of talk about some of the issues that we had. Unless there were other characters we just wanna jump on into. But I feel like I mean with Christine, Christine was Christine. Christine was Christine. It was another white woman. But, you, but at one point, for some strange reason, when we just saw the back of her, I don't know why I thought that was gonna be fam key. I was like, that would have been cool. That would have been really cool, though. She is a doctor. She is a doctor. So, in the in the in the movie, she was Doctor Jean Grey. So it would have been like if she would have turned around, I would have been like. But I knew we wasn't going to get that just because it was the Baxter Building, and that is Fantastic Four. But mm-hmm. at one point, I was like, if that turns around, that's Jean Grey. I would be like, I'm. I will be getting up and walking out of the theater. I'd be like, no, <laughs> they did not. But then I was thinking, no, that wouldn't be Jean Grey. She would not be there. Now, I did, I did have a fantasy that what if that Dark Phoenix version showed up <laughs> and mm-hmm. was, but that's too much. But um, some of the issues, what were some of the issues that you did have with the movie? I thought it was a bit too short. I thought the pacing was a little too hurried so they could have what what was it like two hours or something? Yeah. I think it could have benefited for maybe another 30 to 45 minutes. So you would have been fine with, with a three hour version of this movie? Yeah. I mean all of the other movies have been three some odd hours. So yeah. you know what? I would have been too. I would have been like, I would have sat there for three hours. I, that yeah. would have been no problem for me. I would be like, okay, let's just. Because there were times I was like, okay, we could do something a little bit more. We can maybe explore maybe another, some other parts of the universe. Um, the other strange that he met, kind of maybe explore what that strange was like. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could I could have been there for three hours. And I would have been like, I'm good. Three more hours, that's fine with me. Right. What about you? I, at some point, I was like, it was hard for me to like believe that Wanda was gonna do all this for these kids that was not real. Cause I was like, I understand your motivation, but all of this for kids that are not real, is that not a way you can use magic for something else? Um, that line, she said that it was a pure villain line. When, she, when it was like, you made, you made those kids out of magic. She was like, oh, what every mother does and I was like that's kind of dark that sounds like something that um Betty did. Jason Voorhees moms would say yeah like one of those <laughs> evil, yeah like Betty Davis or Joan Crawford something they would have said well that crazy woman in and um what's that Sunset Boulevard <laughs> like that, that oh was, yeah uh oh my god why am I blanking on her name yeah <laughs> I'm about to say you should you you the one who told me about the movie but 
you know, I, yeah, her. Well, God, but yeah, I, I, I wish that at one point I was like, I, it's hard for me to be like, you doing all this for this, Wanda? But overall, I, my issues with it was a little, a little short for me. Um, and I wish we could have kind of dove more into what happened and a little bit more of what happened to these other universes. And maybe that's asking for too much, but I just felt like it was just a little short, but overall that was my only main issues. It was a little crazy, but again, it's Sam Raimi. And if y'all, I don't know if y'all watched or paid attention to any of the interviews, you know, they had to literally go in and like, there was a lot of things that were being changed at the last minute. And there were a mm -hmm. lot of things they were really working on. Like, I think Sam Raimi, and, and y'all correct me if I'm wrong, he liked, he has worked with chaos. I mean, again, if you've seen any of the hit movies, um, he's worked with that type of stuff. Um, he is aware of that. He's also played a part, if y'all remember Hercules series and also all that stuff to a degree. I think he was like an actor in that, but it, it, it's just to put a movie that big into play, I, I thought it was done pretty well. Mm -hmm. uh, so my that was one of my only issues. Overall, I, I just really enjoyed what we got. And I'm glad uh, you said this. Sam Raimi was the right person for the job because this is dealing with magic and horror and darkness. That's mm -hmm. what that man does when it comes to those type of movies. Again, if you saw uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, even Drag Me to Hell, um, and the Spider-Man movies, the first three, um, it gives you a little bit of that madness to it because it is. Uh, you, if you read a lot of the stories with Doctor Strange and Wanda, it's a lot of darkness to it. There's a lot of madness to it, stuff that does not make sense when you're like, what? Right. But he was able to make it work. And I love um, when she crawled out of that gong. If y'all look at any of the things he's done, that whole stop motion thing, that is him. That was straight up him um, and a lot of things he does with different things. And yeah, it did make me think of the girl in Samara in the ring when she came out of that TV. Because mm -hmm. I was like, Wanda is not playing. And I like they showed us in the beginning that she was not playing. And that's what I love about this movie is we got a lot of where we were going at the beginning. Some movies don't know how to do that until the middle or damn near the end. We got that in the beginning. And also, I'll give them credit from, I think it was Infinity War, when we realized Thanos was not playing when he kicked Thor. I mean, um, but he did kick Thor's ass. When he kicked the Hulk's ass, mm. we knew that, okay. Motherfucker was playing with his food. <laughs> and I'm still, to this day, I'm still kind of, because he had the Hulk shook, whooped his ass. He didn't want to come out of Banner, but... Mm. <laughs> But I like that we saw what was happening with this. People were wondering, somebody said, is she really dead? I'm like, y'all, she's not dead. One, there is a project coming. We already know that. But two, I was like, y'all know that woman ain't, y'all know. The better but question is, has she learned? That's going to be the real question. And if we ever got to interview Elizabeth, I'll be like, Will she have learned something? Right, cause like, Miss Girl, 
Yeah, I think one of my favorite parts of it was when Strange was battling the other Strange in the music and they were using the notes as the weapons. I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah, that, yeah, that's transition to what we like. So that was cute. And that was also a part of how that team does magic and how they were able to convey that. Because I was sitting there like, that's cute. But that's how magic can be done. That's mm-hmm. the type of stuff you will read in Harry Potter. I'm not saying that that's came from Harry Potter, but it's the kind of stuff that if you read books about magic or witchcraft or whatever, that's the type of stuff that you want to see. And I was like, that's really cute. I enjoyed that. That was great. Right. Uh, I still like the way that he um, just, just kept the story moving and how Benedict did a great job playing these different types of um, strange um, to where it's like you realize how he needed to get his act together, basically. Right. And so I really, really loved that. I just loved all of the the ways they used magic in this movie because that was also really cute. Um, and to let us know how, and it, and it made me want to go back and look at the original Doctor Strange because there were moments where they were showing great magic scenes as well. So, yeah. right, I, yeah, I think this, uh, like I said in the beginning, uh, this movie was overall really solid. Um, it, I don't know if I have, well, I have a few questions, like afterwards, but it wrapped up a lot of things for me. But then, you know, when it, in regards to the ending uh, movie scene with uh, that character, now it's like, oh, now I have a, I have a host of other questions. Are you talking about Clear? Uh-huh. Cleo, I was like, Cleo's going to show up somewhere because you can't have Dr. Strange without Cleo. And to a degree. So Cleo was coming. I was surprised it was Charlize But at one point I was like, no, because I'm really surprised she hasn't been in the MCU, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But um, she's in it. And where they go, I'm going to have to go back and look at some stuff. But there are several stories they can use going with this particular part. Um, so that was interesting to see. Um, somebody was laughing at her outfit. Somebody said that looks like synergy. I, you know what? I thought it was. I honestly thought it was going to be Psylocke. I was like, why is Psylocke here? <laughs> no, I knew it was clean because of the white hair and the purple, but the pants. The pants are the same as as in the comics. I was like, that's what got me. But somebody said it looks like it looks like the doll, the synergy doll. Basically, it did. It did was given synergy to you. I was like, y'all bitches. And she is that's gonna be the prince of she's the daughter of Dormammu. I think so. I need to go back and really refresh my history of her, but yeah, she is a magical being, not from here. And so there's that's what I'm saying. There's so many places they can go where they may be dealing with the other demons. Um, I'm not even gonna say it, 
because this is gonna still bring up the one that we that everybody's been trying to see. If you say Mephesto, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> but that's the thing. And 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 you know, it's hard because he has played so much in Doctor Strange, it's almost like you can't do Doctor Strange without having him in it. So that's why I'm just like, eventually he's gonna show up. So maybe I will post on the Megachine uh, Twitter page, the different storylines or different covers of when they was to, when he and Cleo were together and what they actually dealt with. We still have vampires coming in and that was something they also dealt with because we do have vampires coming into this universe. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, who knows? Because Dr. Strange was very responsible for ending vampires. So using Darkhold. So that's why I'm just like, goodness, there's so much that could, they can go with. But you know, that character was like, I wasn't expecting that to be honest with you. I was like, I wasn't thinking that. I was almost thinking, I don't know what the, I don't know what I thought was going to show up in the in credits. Did, I thought uh, either Moonlight or uh, Blade were going to show up, to be honest, oh. or one of the Eternals. That's true, because this is something they would, especially with all this stuff that's happened. Mm -hmm. And now I need to go back and watch the Eternals because I feel like that got kind of lo got lost somewhere. You didn't watch it. No, I did watch it. I want to go back and oh, back and watch it. Okay. So I'm like, I feel like I've, I feel like that's standalone-ish, but not. Mm, yeah, I think it's a starting point. Yeah. Hmm. So it they'll they'll come back. That's not to jump gears, but um, have you finished? Um, yeah, Moonlight. Um, I have that one more episode to watch. Okay. Do you remember when they were looking at the um, the little statues when they? put uh Kanshu up and they put them on the, the statue. There was like 10 other gods. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was saying, okay, so there was 10 gods and weren't there 10 eternals? I believe so. So I was thinking maybe somehow the eternals are wrapped up in Moon Knight somehow, but I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I'm just this grasping at straws. But. I don't know. See, that's, that's, that's what they do to us. They got us all caught up. So overall, I believe we, we really enjoyed this movie. I've seen it three mm -hmm. um, I, I'm still on the fence with Wanda. I'm not mad at her. I'm mad at her. But I'm tired of her. <laughs> I'm mad at the bitch. It goes back to our original question. Is she a felon? No, she's she's more than a felon at this point. So, oh, Lord, Wanda, have you learned? Have you learned? Oprah needs to, <laughs> Oprah needs a special. With Wanda. With Wanda, the way that um, she had to do with Lindsay and some other folks. Mm-hmm. And be like, what have you learned? What have you learned? Right. I I don't I don't know. I don't know if Wanda's it's too early to tell. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, now the, I don't want her to come back and say, Oh, I don't have any recollection of what I did. 
girl, we're not going to we're not going to do that. Yeah, do that. Now the comics when she did come back, she had to deal with all of that. She mm-hmm. had to deal with all of that. And I'm thinking that when she does come back, this is where Agatha may play a different role. Oh, I think I think I know where you're getting at. Agatha was also corrupted. And maybe because you know, Agatha could probably be like, I got I'm I'm working through my stuff. Maybe this is how I help you. Which is it would get back on track to what she was yeah. to Wanda in the comics by helping her understand. Because again, Agatha's been around for 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 centuries. Well, for for hundreds of years, right? So this may be a moment for her. But now I need to go back and watch that particular episode where they're talking about why she's going after Wanda and what was that was all about again. So because we know we go, we do have Agatha series coming. And we do mm-hmm. there is another Wanda project. So this can be a lot to where we are getting Agatha actually maybe helping Wanda. So I don't know. We shall see in soon time. Because what, next month we get Love and, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to be getting Black Panther 2 this year? I think that's next. No, I don't know. Is that next year? I thought it was in November. It might be. We're also getting Secret War. Yeah. Um, Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're going to be eating. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be 2022. Oh, well. They try to Basically, they say we're staying on your neck. Basically. Yeah. All that's right. going to be very hard to watch Black Panther. Yeah. But hopefully they they got something good. Because they, they should be almost wrapping up, right? Or they already wrapped up? I would imagine they're, well, they're about to because they, they, they had to like stall because of what's the name? Not trying to Letitia's goofy ass. Yeah. Lord. Messing up money. All right. Well, that's how we feel about Doctor Strange. Multiverse of Madness. We loved it. Wanda's still a mess. Doctor Strange need to get himself together. But I need folks to go to therapy or something. Yeah, he needs to go to therapy or something and just get himself together too. All of them need, they all need Elania. Why but, doesn't, why don't are these uh, superheroes have like an in-house therapist? They, I'm just asking. They kind of do in the comics. I can't remember who it was. They kind of do. Um, oh, it's um, um, Samson something. His name is Samson. Um, he was. He's been in the Hulk. He has green hair, but I think he is a psychiatrist. He's worked with some of them before. Oh, okay. Can't think of his, uh, Samson something. But he has green hair, um, but he has helped work through some things. Uh, We also got She-Hulk coming out in the series. Um, And so that is also something to look forward to as well. So we got, we're we're gonna be eating. It's gonna be exciting times. Um, So yeah, so um, as we said 
it's late in the thing now, but this is a spoiler. So everything we've said is out there. At this point, y'all, I'm sorry. There's no way y'all can avoid it. Thursday around one o'clock in the afternoon, people were all they was dropping. Yeah, they was dropping heavy spoilers. Sorry, Richards. I'm like, bitches, damn. <laughs> I'm like, luckily I saw it the night before, but I'm like, y'all have no shame. But I do like the fact that that was basically a fan-made situation because I remember when they kept saying they wanted him to be Reed Richards. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, it's not going to be him. It's not going to be him. And I was like, damn. damn. All right. Well, that's it for this week's episode. I um, hope y'all enjoyed. And you know where you can completely find us. We are all over the place. And we are Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Stitcher, Spotify, the world. We're everywhere. Exactly. Period. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is it. We'll see y'all back to a regular episode. Take care, y'all.